today I'm joined by fellow Cork woman, the beautiful Clean O'Hanlon, intuitive coach and transformational leader. We chat about aligning to your true passions in life. Clean recently did just that by following her heart and her passion into the coaching industry where she helps others in the pursuit of their goals. Align is a significant word for Kleena as it is also the name of a well-being event that she has organised in Cork in aid of Pieta House with the purpose of dismantling stigma around mental health challenges and the struggles that we face in modern life. Kleena has already run two Align events in Cork and a third is in the pipeline. In this episode Kleena also shares how she looks after her health and her well-being along with her daily routines that she swears by. So thanks for tuning in and I hope that you enjoy this episode. And as always, if you enjoy, please leave a rating or review and hit the subscribe button. Hello and welcome to the Thrive for Life podcast with me, your host, Ashling Daly. I'm joined today by the beautiful Clean O'Hanlon intuitive coach and transformation leader so thank you so much for joining me Kleena. Oh Ashley, thanks, thanks so much for having me I'm just honoured to be on your podcast. Thank you very much and um, so maybe we'll begin you might tell us a little bit about your coaching and what you do as a coach. Mm-hmm, absolutely so basically I help people achieve results that they find challenging to achieve on their own Um, it's usually done from a strengths strength based um perspective um whereby we look at kind of what's working well in a person's life um maybe the underlying reasons as to what they are trying to achieve and what's the fundamental reason behind why they're trying to achieve that and just help to bridge the gap between point a and point b um it's usually by empowering the person and looking at maybe any of the obstacles or blocks or resistances that are coming up um, and presenting a little bit of a block um, from getting them to point A to point B. Brilliant, very good, nicely synopsized <laughs> there. Um, and how long are you working in the area of coaching? Okay, well I suppose officially the title of coach, a year, mm-hmm. unofficially 11 years. Right. Um, so I would have um, had businesses previously, I was in the hairdressing industry where I would have been um, unofficially coaching and guiding um, a team of I uh, 24 girls working for me at one point so although I wasn't formally in the coaching space I was always unofficially doing it I've always been really interested in self-development um so yeah okay so like officially a year unofficially 11 brilliant <laughs> very good and how did you transition into the coaching area from hairdressing industry well it kind of happened after I had a bit of a burnout session after a burnout session after I got a bit burnt out after having my daughter Sienna um and I was over on a yoga meditation retreat over in the south of Spain and I was um after taking a little bit of time out from work um and you know as can happen after having a child sometimes like the identity can get lost a little bit and I was really kind of soul searching and seeing you know what like what is it that I that I'm looking for and where am I happy and where am I spending my energy and what's taking energy from me and I really had to kind of discern for myself what were the things in my life I enjoyed doing and it wasn't hairdressing any longer and I knew it wasn't the industry so when I really sat down to kind of look at okay well what aspects of it do I actually really enjoy and it was really the people development 
and helping to support them and empower them and really just for them to look at kind of their own skills and utilize them effectively um so when i was kind of looking at other op- other options of like career choices and stuff i hadn't even really ever considered coaching but mm-hmm. when i was actually looking at and then i looked at counseling and stuff like that and I, that just didn't feel kind of aligned for me and when i looked at the the coaching there actually was uh, the group that i did the coaching with the psg um, up in the Marino Institute in Dublin, they were hosting an open day in the Rivoli in Cork. So I said, here I go along to that and see what I think. And I was just captivated. I was like, this is what I want to yeah. do. Um, so yeah, I just began that course. Um, knew at that point I was going to sell the business. Had no idea how I was going to sell it, but I knew I was going to sell it. Um, and synchronistically, you know, <laughs> the guy came knocking on my door one day asking me, was I selling a salon? And I was and that's kind of how I transitioned yeah amazing (laughs) so it sounds like it actually happened really smoothly was it a time of great upheaval or was it uh... not at all no um like do you know something I suppose I just from a a very inner knowing like on that yoga meditation retreat as well like I I was in a challenging place in my life I I had was six months after coming out of Pieta House um so I'm still on my road to becoming I suppose holistically well again and I remember like when I was sitting in meditation one day doing my kind of bargaining with you know the powers that be uh, and saying just please help me through this part of my life and I'll do whatever and it really like I got a very clear image of me up talking in front of loads of people and I was like yeah but just not that because I actually hate public speaking and I just had a really overwhelming sense of like, you know, if you step into the space that you know you're meant to be, you will be supported. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hear that or anything. I just felt it like I'd be a very sentient, intuitive person anyway. Um, so I was like, OK, so I just followed. I just followed my intuition, really. And synchronistically, everything just really came together. And there was there was no kind of like challenging aspects everything just kind of fell into place amazing i think when you're on the right path that happens though isn't it yeah Yeah. and did you start working with clients immediately after qualifying or oh yeah how did you get stuck into it i did like we we did um pro bono clients when we were training and stuff like that so a lot of them stayed on with me as clients um i suppose really ashling as well like the past year it's been you've probably heard me saying at the Align event like it's been a massively expansive year like um I've been really just trying out different areas within the coaching scene to see where do I like to spend my energy and my time with and what types of people and what kind of subjects Um, so I've really immersed myself into like one-on-one coaching um retreats workshops um uh, events mm-hmm. um to really see like where's my niche and where do I come alive the most and stuff um and beco- I'm becoming clearer yeah <laughs> um but yeah no it's just really I think because even when I speak to a lot of the people that I did the coaching course with um I just dove dove straight into it and um, I'm not really sure are many of them actually coaching but I think it's the doing it's mm-hmm. the actually getting out and getting practice and doing it and stuff and just managing managing all those self-limiting beliefs that come up inevitably when you're going to start something new but I was just so passionate about it I was like true 
I have a gift that I have to share with people, yeah. <laughs> you know? Brilliant. So that's and I suppose your business background maybe gives you that drive oh, maybe totally. to just keep pushing and push yourself and challenging yourself. Absolutely. As well. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I suppose really like I, I did learn from the, the hairdressing industry that just because you go into an industry in a particular place that you're in doesn't mean that's where you have to stay, which is mm-hmm. why I've been very malleable in how I've been, you know, treating this new space, trying to get as much experience in so many places as I possibly can to really say, well, what suits Cleona's energy? Very good. Yeah. You know that kind of way? Yeah. So I suppose you're trying lots of different things and no experience is a waste of time because it might be eliminating something that isn't fitting for you and it's giving you more clarity then and I think absolutely I think in life no experience is a waste of time because you might say you know this is for me or this is not and you can knock things off the list or yeah absolutely and I mean naturally I mean you know like retreats are more energy consuming than say individual one-on-one clients Mm -hmm. um and you know the events and stuff are can be more energy consuming than say like doing one of the cell things but i get something different from each of them so like this this past kind of few months it's been really about for me it's been discernment okay really pulling back and knowing that you know if you're trying to put your energy into everything um sometimes that may not be beneficial like this so I'm really at the moment now trying to really kind of hone in pull back and really focus on like me as a like I've done a lot of collaborations which I adore um but I now feel it's time for me to step into this space as Cleona the the coach good for you thank you and you mentioned the cell as well just for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what that is yes. I know because I'm attending <laughs> You're part so. of it. Yeah, exactly. so the the cell initiative is um meetups which take place every two to three weeks it's the communities of enlightened love and leadership so this is an initiative that was started about three months ago and the whole concept and idea of, um, behind the cell initiative is that it gives access to everyone within communities to be able to um, come to and sit in a space of um, people teaching skills and personal growth transformation um, and just share their gifts basically and build community and come back to the connection and create more I suppose friendships and more resonance with your community that I think what we see a lot of in society now has has been lost it's just returning to the way things used to be um yeah so trying to overcome that disconnection that Absolutely. is kind of present in yeah. society today yeah and just share stories like you know like like Elaine as well it's creating spaces for people to be able to see through the filters that we see an awful lot online so it's taking it's, it's bringing back the, the human to human connection again Brilliant. you know so and with the vision with that then being that this is happening in communities and societies and, and cultures all over the world and that eventually this would become the the new natural way of connecting within society. Excellent. I think it's a wonderful idea. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you mentioned a line. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what a line is, you might just talk a little bit about that. I recently attended a line too, and I was blown away. It was a magnificent day. I felt so uplifted afterwards. There were lots of tears, lots of laughter, <laughs> um, but it was a wonderful event oh, for a very you. worthy cause as well. So maybe t- tell us a little bit about a line. Absolutely. So if you haven't attended a line, you definitely need to come to the next one. Um, Sometimes when people ask me about a line, 
it can be challenging to articulate because I really believe it's an experience. It's an experiential day. Um, and people always use the word emotional. Um, it is, I suppose, it began for me as a, I suppose, as a giving back to Pieta House for holding such great space for me. And I wanted to just create awareness around the charity and the services that they provide and also raise some uh, much needed funds because they are very, very marginally supported by the government. They do all the fundraising themselves. Um, and the first one was that was really my aim with the first one. And then when I was kind of, you know, really coming around to going, OK, I'd love to create another. And I was like, OK, well, you know, please sit down and what actually are you trying to create and why? And it was actually to create spaces for people to be able to share their stories, allow people to hear those stories and heal through those stories and realize that actually we're all united by the challenges we face as humans. We can admire people's achievements, but we're united to the struggles that we, we face ultimately. Um, and I suppose really to maybe kind of counteract a lot of what's going on in social media, Ashling, like this filtered version of reality that doesn't really exist. And in my opinion, is creating a lot of that disconnection and isolation with people, especially the younger generation. Exactly. Um, so, and, and obviously for people to make new connections and friends, like you were saying a while ago, like some of the people that met at the first line and uh, were there together at the second line and they become like really good friends and stuff and have built up connections and stuff it's just I suppose kind of similar to concept to the to the cell when it's my own creation and I love it <laughs> it was fantastic <laughs> thank yeah, you a wonderful day um so yeah maybe for anyone who's listening that might be interested in how you switched careers is there any advice you'd give someone who's maybe stuck in a bit of a I'm not going to say a rush but feel like they're stuck in a career that's not aligned to them mm. and it's not maybe congruent with their own values or mm. beliefs is there any advice you'd give to someone who's considering switching careers like where to begin or how where, to go about it well funny you're saying that about like kind of like your, your values and your core values and stuff like that like you spend so much of your time and energy in your work role um that i just feel it's so important for for it to be congruent with who you are um so for me it was really you know finding a deeper sense of purpose into what did i want to be connected and resonating with um and when i was really sitting down to make my decision about the salon like i, I could have kept it on i mean you know God forbid, there were so many people saying I was crazy because it was really profitable. I wasn't actually working in the business for two years previously. It wasn't dependent on me. So it would have been a really easy thing for me to do to keep it on. But if I wasn't ultimately passionate about the core of what the business was, then I didn't feel like that was fair on the people inside there. So definitely finding out maybe like what like what are you passionate about looking at like what do you believe and feel your purpose to being here is what do you actually enjoy doing you know like as in it's so possible and it's it's just absolutely so achievable to be getting up every day and really looking forward to going into I'll say going into because I do a lot of my work at home yeah. but going into work mode um 
don't listen to what other people have to say ignore opinions of others if I listened to the majority of people I wouldn't have taken the leap trust yourself trust your trust your intuition um and speak to people in maybe different roles that you're considering and find out a little bit more about that yeah True. that's good advice yeah Thank you. so I suppose if you're not clear on your own values you, you might subordinate to the values of others who might value the sec- you've got the secure job okay. stick with that and then you take that in so I suppose get clear on your own values and follow your own path absolutely and, life, and yeah. I think when you're when you're beginning to create change for yourself like people are accustomed to seeing you in a certain light I mean people were saying to me but like you've had a hairdressing salon for 10 years and I was like yeah but it's okay to change exactly. <laughs> it's fine to change direction like you know yeah. Um, so yeah, just I suppose follow your own intuition and your own heart. Like really, at the at the end of the day, like no one can live your life for you. Brilliant. Mm. Uh, you mentioned a line that you have a new online course launching, I and do. it's called Momentum. Momentum. So, would you tell me a little bit about that? I can. Yeah. So aligned momentum. Um. So this is basically my work that I've been doing from burnout to present moment. And it's around the energetics and aligning your energy and your emotions um, and how you can do this. So it incorporates like all of the daily rituals I do. We go through kind of emotion and t- emotional intelligence, uh, the resistances that come up, core beliefs, a um, little bit of kind of practi- practical work and stuff and loads of fun. Again, building online community and stuff as well. Like so. I'm so excited for it. Brilliant. And how will that operate? Is it like a group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically via Zoom. Have okay. you ever done have you ever done group programs? Nope. It's very nope. American. Yeah. There's a lot of my mentors and coaches have been American, so I'm so blessed and grateful that I'm being exposed to a lot of that. Um so yeah, basically it's a, like a meetup every week on online where the group of people who have signed up to the course will come together um for about 90 minutes session um and that'll be over like a, a six to eight week period i'm still managing the curriculum and, and finalizing the final details um and then there will be one live in between sessions midweek and there will be access to me on voxer heard of the voxer app no, okay so it's like again Ameri- yeah. totally american and um, it's like a voice memo app so Brilliant. that's like really something that I feel like I have a very USP Um, like people when they come coaching with me, they have access to me Monday to Friday, nine to five on Voxer. So like what I find sometimes like Ashing is like, you know, it's all very well to kind of be meeting someone for or, or be online having a session with someone for 60 minutes or so on a Tuesday and stuff. But like what happens on Friday if you have a challenge come up like is and I feel that's the integration point where you actually need a bit of support sometimes. So that has been absolutely a game changer for the way I'm operating my business. Um, and as well for momentum, there will be um, a, an individual call as well with people dur- dur- during um, the course as well. That's brilliant. Yeah. Very exciting. <laughs> and so when does excited. that launch? Uh, July. In July. Yes. Exciting. Brilliant. <laughs> Um, so Kleena, some of your healthiest habits. You talk me through maybe three of your healthiest habits. <laughs> I'm like, how long do we have? <laughs> um, so nature. Okay. I get out in nature every day. Um, 
I have spent about five hours in the past two days since the line just grounding my energy back in, really kind of filling up my reserves. Um, um, energy or nature vibrates at the frequency of love, which is our natural state of being. So the more time you can spend in nature, you start to kind of align to, you know, your true energetic core being. Um, what meditation, definitely. Um, I meditate daily every day. It doesn't it's not always long. Um, minimum ten minutes every day. Uh, today now I did ninety minutes on the grass outside and it was gorgeous. Wow. But that's not every day. Yeah. Um, my other yoga, love yoga, bit of stretching, moving the body. I do love the gym as well. But in the past year or so, I did have a car accident last September, which kind of had me out of the gym for a while. Mm. And yoga has been just really su supportive for my body as well like have thousands of healthy habits but they'd yeah. be probably my top three top three yeah brilliant and what does a typical day look like for you so do you have like a routine <laughs> or is every day very different or? every day is different yeah. really but like i mean i have core structure stuff like i in, i have my morning routine i have an afternoon routine i have an evening routine and then in between that that can vary okay so like my morning routine would be um gratitude the minute i wake three yeah. things I'm really grateful for um, a lot of the times it can be stuff that I'm grateful for that hasn't happened yet so that's a major abundance hack around gratitude being grateful for the stuff you don't yet have it yeah. brings them into your life quicker um, I do my rising journal which includes the 10 of my future goals and I use conscious self programming with that which is like EFT into the mm -hmm. meridian points in the body um, and just going through and visualising all of the, the kind of goals and stuff as if they're in the now. Um, I kind of plan out then my, just looking at the different projects I have and where do I need to prioritize what needs to happen to move some of them along. Um, like that, I said, like I get out in nature every day. My daughter is in Montessori, so I do get a couple of hours to myself. Um, I will always do something nice for myself every day, mm. be it, you know, go to the gym or, you know, to the spa or meet a friend for coffee um i'm very much disciplined in managing my energy and not my time okay uh, i really really learned that um after i burnt out that it, it isn't really about time management i very much believe it's energy management because when your energy is good you can get so much yeah. done that's a great point yeah. you know and as well being a woman it's like you know managing the cycles we actually go through as well and and, and honoring them you know because this is the world we live in today often I think you can get women trying to fit into the energy of a man which we, we never will like we're females we have cycles and stuff and I've really learned to attune myself to the natural rhythms and cycles we go through I know we're going totally off topic yeah. here now and <laughs> um, what else so that's the morning oh yeah healthy healthy breakfast coffee tonic normally bring my dog for a walk Louie love him he's a little Frenchie um, bit of yoga Frenchie yeah I'm obsessed <gasps> I've been like dying for a Frenchie for the past two years, but not ready for a dog yet. Our house isn't ready for a dog yet, but yeah, someday. Yeah. Um, yoga. Then the morning could be it could be meeting people, it could be client calls, it could be working on different projects. Um, it really depends on what's of, of relevance in in each in each moment. It does vary. Um, yeah. My afternoon. This is all inside stuff now into momentum so you're getting it first hand 
my afternoon that I'll always kind of take a break, have a look at how my morning is going. Am I happy with the progress? Um, has anything come up that I need to kind of readjust and realign? How's my how is my productivity? How am I showing up that mm-hmm. day? How's my energy? What do we need? Where can I optimize? Um, and obviously that sets me up for the second kind of half of my day. And then at night, then I do a lot of you know reflecting on how my day went, and um, what worked well, what could I improve on tomorrow, um, how was my energy, how was I showing up, um. So this is really where you get to like become really self aware of your patterns and anything that's kind of limiting you or holding you back you really can't like hide from yourself when you're being that uh, mindful of checking in mm. all of the time like the journaling has been a game changer for me really massively yeah and massively. do you just write all your thoughts do you write your reflection reflecting on the day is it mm. yeah like time? i suppose yeah. like it's very much centered around you know like creating momentum towards that's, and this is mm-hmm. where this is where the name came from momentum towards the type of life i believe i'm worthy of living mm-hmm. um and i really do believe you can live absolutely any any life you're bold enough to dare to create and imagine exactly um so you know it's just keeping me aligned with that vision really yeah you know there was a question you asked at a line actually it was are you doing the work and it just <sighs> I've, I've written that on so many things since I heard you say it it's, it. it's brilliant for just checking in with yourself and absolutely. am I actually doing what I need to do absolutely to have the lifestyle or have the life that I want to have that's it like it's a great simple question that really stuck with me absolutely and it's really and it was it was a pivotal one for me because you know it's it's all very well to kind of you know be blaming things or avoiding or procrastinating but if you're not getting the results in life you want there's obviously something going wrong with your behavior. So you're totally responsible for the life you're creating. Um, so yeah, are you doing the work? Like, are you actually sitting down and being disciplined with the practices that you know are gonna get you from A to B? There's two types of momentum in life, towards the life you want or away from it, and that is it. Powerful, I love it. Thank you, yeah. mic drop. <laughs> Before the mic drop, one more question. Uh, if you had to pick a quote to live by, what would it be mm. and why mm. okay a smooth sea never made a skillful sailor um i heard that years ago and i just absolutely loved it and it's like you know whenever you look at people who i'm going to say appear um because appearances can be deceptive but people who are maybe very grounded content peaceful happy in life in my experience, it's usually because they've been through turbulent experiences in their life and have learned and chosen, 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 chosen to grow through those experiences instead of being a victim of them. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just, I just feel like I just so, I just get so curious about these kind of people. And w- when I talk into it and speak into it and allow that curiosity to come out, there's usually a lot of stories behind it that I'm kind of going okay so like she's doing bloody awesome like mm-hmm. i wonder what her stories have been and what she's come through and stuff and that's just what has always stuck with me yeah so i suppose growth comes from the tough times doesn't it yeah it can do yeah. it, it, i suppose it, not for everyone yeah not yeah. for everyone like you know i mean i suppose there are some people out there who you know have kind of contracted into this life and have very easeful graceful lives and more power to them um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um but you know more often than not the human experience 
does kind of come along with an element of suffering um, and absolutely you can choose to grow through them or you can be a victim of your circumstance you know like either is you know, choice of free will to choose either one brilliant you know i love that quote thanks for sharing yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so Kleena wh- where is the best place for people to find you um, or to contact you or reach out to you um, I'm going to say on the courier coffee shop by my house no, I'm <laughs> joking so I'm most active on Instagram um, and my handle is Kleena underscore O underscore Hanlon um, I'm also on Facebook same Kleena O'Hanlon um, or email Kleena O'Hanlon at me.com Brilliant. It's been a pleasure chatting to you, Lena. I've loved it. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you. Thanks, Lena.